Syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings. We are here wrapping up Spring Creek, Mount Martin. The Mount, Minnesota round. Say Mount Martin. Mount Martin. Mount Martin. Mount Martin. Uphill, downhill. Uphill and then downhill. Which, uh, by the way, it's very deceiving. It looks big on TV. It's a lot bigger in person. Right? <laughs> you can't walk up it. Great. Can't wait to see it. Um, yeah, so anyway, so we're wrapping up the Spring Creek National here. Uh, before we get started, make sure to follow us on Facebook. I have tons of pictures that I took at Redbud that I am posting every day. Um, you can follow me on Instagram. I am, I've got... Lots of pictures I'm putting up on there, too, of different pros that are not me. Fast guys. Um, make sure to subscribe to the channel. We are growing. It is awesome. We appreciate it. Uh, but make sure subscribe. Get your friends to subscribe. Get your mom to subscribe. Make some fake accounts to subscribe. Subscribe. Fake news. Fake news. Um... And then, yeah, if you want to help us out, uh, support the channel monetarily, there are a whole bunch of links down below. You can buy t-shirts, you can buy shit off Amazon, you can buy, give just give us money on Patreon. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. It'd be nice. We're making $6 a month right now from Patreon. Cool. It's great. Awesome. So anyway, um, Spring Creek wrap up. Uh, what did you think? Of the track? Sure. Definitely wasn't as deep as past years, but nope. that's also because they got like two inches of rain on Thursday night. You notice the lack of sand rollers. Yeah, they're getting pretty flat, although you can definitely see when everybody buries them that doesn't get over all the way over to the top, it definitely you're just building a cup, and you can see a lot of guys that couldn't get over to the top, they dropped in and it bottled their momentum down, but uh, yeah, uh, definitely pretty much the same as every year. Gnarly elevations, got to get good drives out of the corners to get over them, and uh, that step-up triple continues to play 250 riders. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't have anything else other we're, than those 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 sand whoops. We're right. also going to cut this like, short because our battery's red. Yeah, we're dying already. So we'll just go straight into the first moto. Millville, we'll just say Millville was Millville. Millville was Millville, and we're getting into 450s. Okay, 450s. Um, why don't you go ahead and talk about lappers? Dude, I just, I, I don't want to go on a big rant, but I mean, you know, we talked about this on the way to the Red Blood, talking about how the GPs and just the difference of privateers can't travel the world compared to the country of the U.S., and we always talk about, man, you know, only 25 guys, but I, you know, and, it, and it's part of racing, it's been a part of racing since motocross was introduced to the, you know, this country, but Dude, I'm starting to believe that the GP's got it right. Having only about 25 dudes on the gate is great because, uh, yes, you know what, Eli, more than likely he was going to get Kenny. But that was two lappers in a row in a matter of, you know, uh, a section and a half that completely blew Kenny's drive. So Nate Laporte and Dardy Martel, you guys suck. Watch the blue flags. Get the fuck out of the way. 
Dude, I'm just I'm sitting there and I ruthless. I, you saw the ruthless. you saw the text, dude. I flipped out. Like I said, I knew yeah, Eli was more likely gonna get Kenny, but Kenny was having the best moto since Glen Helen. He was killing it. Yeah, Eli was sitting back and marking him, but for Eli to only get around Kenny because a lapper literally blew his drive two sections in a row. It's a little irritating. Now, if Eli would have just blown around him on the outside or got him in that roller section like he would, fine, whatever. But to have a lapper completely take probably a second and a half out of your lap time, dude, that's just, I don't know, man. And then even the second moto, guys were getting in the way when Eli and Marv were starting to lap people. You know, and I'm not blaming the lappers for why Eli got around Marv. That had nothing to do with it. But, you know, the more and more I see this, and when guys are getting lapped five laps in, dude, when you're looking at 38th and 39th place a minute and 10 back on four laps in, you're like, bro, I understand it. You're trying to make a name for yourself. You're trying to follow the dream. But you can't be a minute and 10 back in four laps, bro. Like, I understand. You know, you're about 15 seconds a lap slower than the lead pace, but that is just not acceptable to me. It's rough. And, dude, it's so hard to watch, especially when you're talking about a track like Millville that's narrow as shit. It's rough. And, I mean, what was it? The second moto when Eli, in that switchback section after the first set of rollers and stuff, where the, oh, it was Chase Marquier. Fucking Eli, disengage clutch, over rev, all the way through the section, and Chase is just, and I get it, he's trying to race forward, but when you got about 10 seconds to the next guy in front of you, like, bro, you clearly see the blue flag. They had the blue flags at the starting of the rollers, halfway through the rollers, and in that left-hand section, and you're just going to completely ignore them and stay in the main line. Like, bro, you got to move, because you cost Eli, like, a good two seconds. And it's just, it's really hard to sit there and watch it and not want to throw shit. Because everybody, everybody who's ever raced a dirt bike, even if you've never won a race in your life, has had to deal with lappers at some point or guys that just don't know when to get the hell out of the way. Whether, and like I said, it doesn't even have to be lappers. It can be just guys you're, you know, you're pushing through the pack and they're just slow. Everybody's had to deal with it at least one point in their life. It don't matter how good you are. It don't matter if you're a pro rider, a local A rider, a B rider, a C rider, a vet rider. It doesn't matter. You've had to deal with it at some point. So everybody can sympathize with what I'm saying. It's annoying as shit. And it's just, it's hard, dude. It's hard to deal with and not want to throw, especially when you got a battle. Now, some guys, 20 seconds out, whatever. Who cares? But I, I don't know, man. I'm just sitting there watching, and I got super frustrated yesterday. Super frustrated. It was rough. Yeah. Like it was rough. It was probably the worst one of the year. Yep. So far, at least. That and Muddy Creek, maybe. Sure. So, yeah. How about how heavy that red plate was for your boy there? Why do you keep calling Marv my boy? Well, we literally Tomac's just... not your boy, so, you know. Kenny is my boy. Look, Didn't we just have this conversation? I've said on this. real liberal on this. If you're I've not with s- us, you're against us. I've actually, said. We're not liberal. It's democratic. If you're not with us, you're against us. So, you know what? You got to be with the Frenchie, I guess. So No, I'm with the German. So I'm, your with boy. A German I'm with a German on the Honda that I pretty much anybody can go back and watch this show for about a the year and a half. The red plate on your boy's bike. He's not my boy. Stop saying heavy. Stop saying he's my boy. Heavy. Stop saying he's my boy my boy right now is not 100 percent, and he's a german on a honda heavy he's not my boy it was heavy he's not my boy it was heavy it was heavy it was heavy it was heavy he rode he, he crashed that first moto. he crashed the first moto he was struggling with bike setup during practice it didn't look like that transition over the first moto we still didn't get to see what happened we know probably he just either knifed it or hit a braking bump and it pitched him second moto was riding great and he's yeah seven points down i keep forgetting that i always think it was six seven points down but yeah, no, he rode great second moto. Rode like we got the red plate back, buddy. Don't worry, we are on it. That Tomac train is floating right now. Yeah, hopefully, you don't somebody have in Hope. this studio talked a bunch of shit about how he wasn't gonna win at at Millville. And bro, you even said the same thing when we did the red button review. You were like, "Man, dude, we're not getting the red plate back." And I was like, "Don't you worry, we are getting the red plate back." And here we are. 
Domination. Didn't you say after the record review that Vanderbilt was going to go 1 1 at Millville, too? Domination. You want to go back and look that? Maybe. I don't know. I mean, if you, I if told you, you I don't wanna, remember what if you happened. Want, if you want to be, be a true Republican, you can act like you forget what you said. I Yeah, so here's what we're doing. We have the red plate back, and we dominated in a race that you said Fine. we're not going to. I agree, dude. I said in the text yesterday, there's nothing I can say bad about Eli. One blown he made motor. Up, he made up for riding like shit. He us. made up for riding like shit at Redbud that second moto and blowing the points lead. And then he came back and did what he was supposed to do, 1-1. One, one. Do you want me to, like, applaud him? Like, good job, dude. You did your job. No, like, I'm just pointing out, dude. One blown motor, and we were the bad guys. But you know No, what? one blown we motor. One recovered bl- just fine. One blown motor. We had one, the points lead. One blown motor. We will continue to one blown motor, plate to our second One title. blown motor, and you rode like shit the second moto. One and then you went out and did what you were supposed to do, and you went 1-1 one, one like you were supposed to one do. One blown which, motor, and we were the bad guys. What happened the second moto? You 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 keep acting like that never happened. You keep acting like that. That's I all just I'm... like to look at what cost us the most points. And the then the second motor. motor. And that yes, the blown motor cost you twenty. The, we you wouldn't have lost bl- the title on our own. What happened the second motor when you start the points lead? We wouldn't have lost the title or the red plate what on our own. What happened? I don't want to keep getting into this, but what happened the second motor when you still had the points lead? We we. You had hit the a ground bad, had a bad motto. Yes, so technically you still had the points lead going into the second mile. we didn't lose the red plate points-wise on the second moto. No, you didn't, but moto. you also had the points lead still. It's not like the blown motor tied the points up in the second moto. You had the points lead, you lost the points lead, it's not like you can we have it back. You have it back. Literally in one Great. moto, we had it back. Great, that's awesome. We, Do you want me to commend Eli because he should have four titles by now? We are going to get our second title here. But it's about time. It took then, you long enough. And then... It took you long enough. It's about time. You're living, finally living up to the hype. Like, that's great. But you still got a bad man sitting over on the other side of the world that's whooping everybody's ass, which is, by the way, something that I want to address. Yeah, no, I actually want to address that because that's the whole point of this. All I've seen on the Internet, all I've seen on the Internet since yesterday is is that I watched, people have been saying, I don't even know if they were at the race. They might have just been watching it on TV or watching it on the Internet. I just watched the fastest man on the planet or I just watched this and I've never seen somebody ride a dirt bike faster. I'm pretty sure Ricky Carmichael, James Stewart, Ryan Villapoto, and Ken Rocks in the 2016 and Hurlings right now would beg to differ on who has ever ridden a dirt bike faster, but that's neither here nor there. But, uh, yeah, the fastest man on the planet, uh, I don't know, guys. I don't know. I'm pretty sure that bad man on the other side of the world right now uh, lost 50 points in one weekend, and he's 30 points up again. So, you know, you might want to calm that down a little bit and wait till October until we see the dismantling of Eli and then we'll talk about who the fastest man on the planet is. But, you know, until that point, let's let's calm her down a little bit. Let's calm her down a little bit. Y'all lost 32 points in one weekend, and then now you're only up by seven. That dude on the other side of the pond was equal after a weekend, and he's 30 points up three races later. Oh, and he's got a plate in his shoulder, too. So, you know. I just wanted to address that. I wanted the people to pump the whole brakes things on the whole fastest man on the planet thing. Let's calm her down. Like, he, he rode great the second moto. I'm not going to deny that. But I'm pretty sure Ken Rocks in the 2016 at Millville passed 22 guys in a lap and then went on to win that race by, I don't know what it was, 15 seconds, 10 seconds, or whatever it was. So let's pump the brakes a little bit. Eli's got the points lead. Great. He should win this championship. He's got four rounds to go. But let's calm her down on the whole fastest man on the planet thing. 
We got a we got a few. We got a while. I think Eli did win a race by like a minute and a half, which was. You want to talk about that? But that was three years ago, and then he didn't even well, finish the season. Two years. Yeah, I'm going back two years because we're talking like what Eli did that second moto at Millville was like never been done before. When I watch Ricky Carmichael beat people by a minute and 40 seconds and lap all the way into the top five. So it's not like that shit's never happened. So it's a little disrespectful to say Eli's the fastest dude to ever ride a dirt bike when he only has one championship working on the second one. Uh, there was a guy on a Suzuki that, you know, never lost an outdoor championship and had two perfect seasons. So let's calm her down a little bit. Let's calm her down. Some people never saw that. Some people maybe need to go back on YouTube and watch it to get a full understanding of who the fastest man to ever ride a dirt bike was. I'm just saying, you gotta understand. I don't care. Some people never saw it. There's also people that have seen it and seen further back than that and are also saying that Eli's the fastest guy to ever ride a dirt bike. There's people that have seen that. There's people that have seen Carmichael and Stewart in their heyday and are still saying Eli's the fastest dude to ever ride a dirt bike. I can understand if you're some 15, 16-year-old kid that never wasn't even born when that was going on, but let's break it. Let's calm her down a little bit. Let's calm her down. If you, you ask another one of our friends right now, Brian Villapoto in 2013 would, you know, beat the hell out of Eli Tomac right now. Brian Villapoto in 07 would beat the hell out of Eli Tomac. So that's what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm a little, I, I, get, I get a little aggravated when people start jumping to conclusions. Eli rode great that second moto. It was amazing. But this whole, oh, I can go three seconds a lap faster on any given time. Yeah, he did it one time. And then the next lap, he, like, went three seconds slower. So let's not act like Eli can, you know, go three seconds faster than everybody every lap. Calm her down. I just get aggravated when people like jump on, you know, this Eli thing that right now Eli's doing something that we've never seen before. How old are you? I'm 27. You act like you're 55. Jesus Christ, man. Calm her down. Well, it's a little annoying. It's It's disrespectful. It's disrespectful to the guys that actually have ridden a dirt bike the fastest ever. Eli's only working on two titles in the 450 class. Pump the brakes a little bit. I mean, I'll give you Ricky. James, yeah, I mean, he was in the same realm. He was fast and couldn't keep it on two wheels, so. But he would annihilate this Eli Tomac. And Ryan Villapoto, still on the fence about that, but I think even 2013 Ryan Villapoto would probably, you know, put Eli's dick in the dirt. And yeah, I still think 2016 Kenny would do it. And then what happens if Hurlings does it in October? So, you know, where does this fastest man on the planet thing come from? I still think they split wins in October. I don't. I think Perlings goes 1-1. You think they split him? Mm, I don't think so. Last year at Jacksonville, when they all started together, Eli got the shit snot, shit beat out of him. I think they split. Okay. Well, I don't. I think Hurlings, what I've seen from Hurlings, I don't think Eli has that in him. I don't think Eli is willing to literally arrow himself into the ground for 35 minutes like, like Hurlings is. I think one of the issues we run into here, and you and I had this discussion before we turned the camera on, I so from my understanding, this is life for Hurlings. It he is. He has nothing else. Does nothing else. Yeah, I seen the interview too. So yeah. I think that's where we run into a little issue. Is like you get somebody like Tomac, and yeah, he's fast, and this he dedicated his life to this, but he is. There's more to life than this for him. Yeah, all Hurlings has is motocross. He doesn't do anything yeah, else. Yeah, so. I think that's the thing. I think that's the thing for us. But I think the problem is is that I think that whoever you support in this whole thing, whether it's me, Hurlings, and you know, you think Tomac's gonna do it, or other guys think Tomac's gonna go one one, all I know is a lot of people are gonna get their feelings hurt if one or the other happens. I just think that a lot of people in this country are doing the exact same thing we've always done is is denying facts. And I think that uh, if Eli goes and get we no, no, we just had this conversation about the whole, you know, they only do outdoors versus us doing Supercross. 
All I'm saying is, and we're going to keep probably talking this till October, if Eli goes and gets whooped, especially at Redbud of all places, if he gets beat down, like just beat down, which I think he's going to, I really do. And you know what? I'm not so sure even if Kyrolli's 100% healthy, if Kyrolli doesn't beat Eli, but that's a different conversation. It's going to look really bad because everybody's been talking all this noise about what Eli's doing right now, and it's great. He's doing a, he's doing good things. But it's not going to look good for this country. It's just it's just not because we finally have a, we finally have a guy for the first time that's American since Villapoto that we could say, okay, maybe he is the fastest guy. And he's proven it in Supercross and Outdoors, but it's only going to lead to two titles, more than likely. And then we still don't win? Like, I don't know. You asked me the question a while ago, like, do I ever think we'll see another Carmichael and Stewart? I think Eli right now is the closest thing we're going to ever have in an American side of things to those guys in a long time. And maybe we won't even be around this sport when the next time a guy comes around, because we might just be old and decrepit. But if it doesn't happen now, I ask the question, when is it ever going to happen? I don't know. Because is there, like, there's no guy right now that we got coming up that's like Eli? Ryder D. Dude, Ryder D can't even win Loretta's titles. Jet Reynolds beats him. <laughs> Jet Reynolds. <laughs> he has Jet in his name. He's going to be fast. We, we, we're putting a lot of pressure on a 12-year-old right now. He's got Jet in his you name. You have to be the next coming of the GOAT. Because AC was supposed to do it. That didn't happen. He's got Jet in his name. <laughs> hey, man, I like Jed Reynolds. I think the kid's good. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be that good, but maybe. Maybe he pulls a Justin Cooper when he goes pro. I don't know. Is he training at a facility right now? Mm, no, he just trains with a lot of the guys out in California. He has a group of guys that he trains with, but no, he just does his own thing. Hmm. I don't think his dad believes in all that crap. Yeah, we won't get into that. So anyways, yeah, Tomac takes the lead back. Um, Kenny's getting there. Guy's got... What, we 25, 20, 25 24, minutes. 25 minutes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he's up five minutes, so that's yep. cool. He said he's got to get about another five minutes in him, and then he should be good. And uh, but does, Okay, so i got to ask you a serious question. Does it does it surprise you that even though he's getting better, that he still can't put that heater in, that one heater? Like, the consistent laps are fine, but does it still surprise you, even though he's getting better and is it cardio and he's getting back into race shape, that he still can't put that one heater in at any time? Because nope. it doesn't? Nope. See, it surprises me a little bit. I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you this. 16, Kenny is on a bike. He's been on for three years. He's been around for 20. Oh, I, I know 18, that. 18, Kenny's on a bike. He's never rode outdoors. And he even said it in his interview that I listened to from yesterday. Mm -hmm. He's setting the bike up for next year. That's oh, he's doing. I, I agree with all that. He doesn't, he, like, realistically, I'm pleasantly surprised by how he is so, I don't really care what I do this year. I just need to race. That's all I need to do. Well, yeah, he even said in that podium interview, he's like, hey, I had fun at the track. Yep, that's it. That's I all agree. he cares about, which is great. I just think that I'm, I think, I get what you're saying, and I, I agree. I just think I'm surprised that he still, his sprints, his sprint lap in the races still is usually about two seconds off the fastest lap. Do you know how stoked he was? He was only like three tenths off or three hundredths off in practice. In practice. He well, was pumped. And now we're going to the next two tracks that he statistically is really, really good at mm -hmm. in Washougal and Unadilla that fit his style. Yep. So, I don't know, maybe we go to Washougal then this weekend and he gets 30 in him. I mean, maybe he's good there. And Unadilla, I mean, yeah, he's really good at Unadilla. So. Yep. Um, Henry Miller, ninth. In the first moto. I should have picked him for fantasy. Joey Crown, 17th in the first moto. I ran top 10 for a I while. I should have picked Henry Miller. I picked Heath Harrison, and I got screwed on that one. Joey Crown, the one of 350. Yeah, ran ninth that first moto for a while in between Vogel and Webb. Um, trades on at Club MX. I understand he has a ride with Redemption. I get that, but I really think he needs to just give it up and go ride 350 in uh, the States because he's doing a lot better. 
So, uh, yeah, there was not, um, the, yesterday was kind of boring, both, the, both bonos, both classes. The Barsha thing still surprises me, that he only went 5'5". Barsha was a little surprising, he was only 5'5", five five, but How about him and Bogle getting into it, going up Mount Martin? That was great. Dude! That was great. There's a lot of people that are pissed off about that, they're like, oh, you're gonna get on other people when they cross jump, and, uh-huh. and but somebody goes, technically, Barsha didn't cross jump him. He said he crossed over on going up the face. Somebody wanted to get somebody wanted to get said to him. They go, whoa, whoa. Technically, he didn't cross jump him. He just crossed him up on the crossed him up on the face and you know chopped the front end off. But I thought that was funny because I was really thinking that Bogle with where he's at right now, he was just gonna say fuck you and take him out at the top of the hill. But yeah, a little underwhelming. I was really surprised. I thought after the way he rode a red butt, especially that second moto, that he could only muster yeah. a five five. That's a little. That was shocking to me, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, nothing really out. Baggett was pretty far off Oop. the pace and forth. Um, it's a good thing he had a rant, because I don't think the next area is going to be super long, so at least this gives us somewhat of a show, because, yeah, otherwise this would have been real short. Yeah, we'll just get right into the 250 class. Yeah, we're going to 250s. Yeah. Fifties. You want to talk about your boy and his Savachi syndrome, or did he? Just... I'll tell you what. Let me just tell you what. You don't even get to speak. Sorry. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. I am. I am. Go ahead. Really hopeful he has his deal inked already. He does. Okay. He does. It's because if he doesn't, he is floundering his one-year Kawasaki deal away just like and, that. Well, it's kind of like what Hill did. Yep. No, somebody made that. Some I don't know who said that. Somebody said that during the week. That's actually a good observation. They said it's Hill. Like, yes. They said he's doing the exact same thing Hill did. Yes. He is just... I don't think he cares at this point. I really do. I mean, I don't know that for certain. But I don't I'm, either. But and being I... a Joey guy, I'm, I, I just... In his, even in his mannerisms, the way he... He just... He doesn't look like he gives a shit at this point. Nope. Because I think he knew after the Supercross title was over with, I think he knew that since he already had his deal, he knew that this summer didn't fucking matter. Nope. So, and I'm not going to say he was going to win the title, because obviously I didn't pick him to win the title, but I think that even in his mind, it wouldn't have mattered even if he somehow did win the title, because he already had his deal. He had his deal already inked with Cowie. So it's like, well, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Like, I go out there, finish out, at least that's the one thing he did that Hill didn't decide to do. At least he's finishing the year. Hill just decided to scream and whine and complain, like, I'm not going to race whether I'm on the, if I'm on the, I'm on the I'm hurt. But, um, at least he's finishing it. But yeah, I mean, think about it. Like, do you really think he gives a shit at this point? Like, would you? Now, if he hadn't had a ride, I think he would be a little bit, you know, he would have he'd more. He'd be hitting the ground harder because well, he'd be hitting the ground. I don't think he'd be hitting the ground harder. I think he would actually have more sense of urgency. But I think that if he didn't have a deal, it'd be different. But he doesn't have a deal, or he has a deal, so I don't think he cares. Yeah, I don't think he does either. I, I mean, really. And I, you know what? I, I'm i not going to get on him like I did on Hill and agree with all that. Because at least with Joey... He's had success in this class. Yes, he's never won a title, but he's had success. He's been there. Whereas Hill, up until the championship a year ago, he had never done anything indoors or out. So Joey, it's different because it's not like Joey, you could say after this year, that he hasn't tried. He has. He's just blown it. So do I really care? Yeah, it kind of sucks because I like to see Joey do well. I mean, he got fourth that second moto, big deal. But the one chance he had to, and the one chance he had to win this year is Mike Blake blows up. So it's like, really? 
I mean, that, and that just works into what we talked about yesterday. At PC, if they didn't have bad luck, they would have no luck. No, and then I mean, Forkner. you got Forkner, second moto. Oh, my running, God. What was he, top three or yeah, something? Yeah, do you, did we catch who that was? That was no a Cali, idea. Cali, right? No idea, but yeah, collided with that lapper. Oh, my and God, down. dude. I'm just, the, dude, if you're Mitch, Mitch, wrap it up. Don't even go the last four rounds. We don't even need it. Dude, because don't even Forkner... Going after getting that second, the first moto, had he gotten out the second, the second moto, like he probably would have moved past Cooper in the points. Mm -hmm. Moved in for third. And at least gotten a little bit closer to Amar. And now, uh, I don't know if he's fifth now or I think he's still I fifth, but I think he's a ways back from McElrath. I mean, yeah, dude. I, I'm sitting there watching, and all of a sudden, Forkner's in the pits, and that, that's why I said what I said. If PC didn't have bad luck this year, they would have no luck. Nothing. And nothing. It really begs the question if it would have been any different had. AC even been there because who just say AC wouldn't have the same fucking problems everybody else is having? Yeah. So it's like you would think maybe AC would have done better, but I mean, really, I mean, I don't know. I can't say for certain he would he would have or not. Mm -hmm. And yeah, uh, what do you think Mathis is gonna be on the troll train this week? You think he's gonna abort it? Think he's aborting the troll train? He's fifty points down. Uh, he did an interview actually, a tandem interview with Plessinger and Troll Train at oh, the same Jesus. time, which was pretty funny because he was asking, dude. AP, how did you keep jumping that triple? And I guess AP was like, well, bro, I was just, like, crouching like this. Crouching and then I just, like, scrubbed the shit out of that little double and, like, just landed perfectly and then just gave her all the berries all the way up the face. Oh, of he was third gear wide open, preloading the shit out of it. And Troll Train was like, yeah, I was doing the same thing, but I was coming up five feet short. And if I was AP, I'd go, well, I'm 10 feet taller than you and 100 pounds heavier than you, yeah. so you got no excuses, bro. Yeah. But so, seriously though, do you think uh, you think Mathis is off the troll train this week? No, nope, I don't just, think he is. But I think, I think he, I think he needs to wave the white flag. I mean, maybe because I don't think he's getting his royalties from that troll train T-shirt. You catch, you catch the interview at Redbud. You are the worst reporter oh, ever. Oh, so awesome! Oh my god, oh, dude! So awesome! That made my day. That made my. That was like the only interview I've ever I've watched this whole entire outdoors. Oh. You are a terrible. You're the worst reporter in the industry. Why would you only jump out the last four laps? Well, actually, I jumped it like six or eight times. You just the worst reporter out there. <laughs> Which was funny, because then I went back and watched it, and he did, like, halfway through start jumping it. No, yeah, Amar hit it. He did. We just couldn't see it, obviously, because yeah. of where we were. But, uh, yeah, I don't know, man. If you're Amar right now, you got to be a little frustrated. I mean, you got to be a lot frustrated, but you... Well, he got the start there in the second moto. Which and he home said, track. He said in the interview the first moto was his fault mm -hmm. because um, the track got slick the second practice, so he went away from the paddle tire and went to their normal tire they run everywhere. Yep. And he said that's what cost him. He said he couldn't get the start. He couldn't get drive out of the corners. He said the track almost, like, got slick and then came back around to being soft. And Well, I'm telling you right now. Everything in the first moto. I like Amar. I watched him for a long time. You know, I watched him as an amateur. Come from, you know, we all watched him come from no, nothing as, you know, a privateer to getting these factory rides. And I like Amar. He's not one of my favorite guys, but he is, he is generally, a, he's a genuine good dude. But I'm going to tell you what right now. If you're in his camp, Knowing that you, he, and it sounds like the JGR deal is probably going to happen for next year. You know the rumor I heard yesterday? No. I what? heard a rumor that he had already signed his JGR deal, and Troy Lee had told, or KTM had told him, you know what, if you're signed with them already, why don't you just go ride for them? So I guess there was a rumor going through the pits that he was going to be on a JGR bike yesterday. Well, this is not the first time that the Martin brothers have had issues, because they had issues with Star back in 2016. Which when is it was funny. The Cooper Webb thing. Yeah, because why do you have issues right when you're about to leave? Like... Well, I you think can't make it through the rest. If of the I'm year. Amar, I get the whole Supercross thing. But if I'm Amar, like you, you know the reason why he doesn't have that ride, right? It has all to do with Mitchell Falk. Yeah, 
Get so if I'm Amar, I'm a little pissed off. Oh, like, yeah. I don't blame him, dude. Oh, yeah. Like, bro, you're taking a pri- – like, literally the only reason he doesn't have a ride is because it came down because, obviously, McElrath was already signed. Mm-hmm. Cantrell was still on his rookie deal. They signed Falk because Falk has been with them. And it came down to him and Jordan Smith about who we're going to give the deal to. And they picked Jordan. And I like Jordan. Don't get me wrong because Jordan's way better at Supercross. But I kind of think it kind of evens out when you come to outdoors. And, like, dude, I don't blame him. I'd be super pissed. I'd have been like, oh, if you guys feel that way, hey, J-Bone, I know you got another 250F in the rig. I'll just go ride for you guys next week. Mm-hmm. I don't have an issue with it. But to my point, I'm a little nervous for Amar where his career is going to go at this point because now you're going to JGR. This is nothing against them, you know, but we know how slow that bike is. Where his career is going to go, he's a career 250 guy. That's all there is to it. And he's, he's going to have to go into 450s. I think that he'll do what Martin did. He'll go to a 450 for one year and then go back down to 250s and just stay there. Which is surprising because it's not like I've seen Amart ride a 450. He's pretty good. You know, he's small, so people are worried. But Jmart's just as small as he is, and we're not worried about that. This was his one year to win a championship because we knew AP was better, but we know AP's inconsistencies. When you have the top two dogs in Jmart and Osborne go out, and you're the veteran of the class, and you still can't get it done, like, dude, and we know your problems in Supercross. I'm a little nervous, especially with all these young guns coming up. Like he's gonna be out, dude. I give him maybe another two years here. I'm just, I think two, next year's gonna be a disaster because you're gonna get Jet and uh, Ryder and all them coming up. And March Banks only when he can stay healthy is gonna get better. We know Cooper's gonna get better. Mm-hmm. Fortner is obviously shown that he's better than Amar. Mm-hmm. Sexton, all he's got. Hunter Lawrence is coming over. Covington, Covington's coming over next. Year. Like, dude. I know. Yeah, it's it's a situation of it's like, look, man, you you had a good run of. You know, you got to ride pro, but Dude, and I'm, and like it's I said, coming to an end here quick, man. And I think next year is going to be a disaster. It's coming to an end for a lot of these guys. Dude, what do you think about Jimmy Dakotas? You think Jimmy Dakotas well, is really going to have a ride? No disrespect year? to Jimmy D. I thought I didn't think he deserved a ride to begin with. He didn't do anything two years or a year ago. But, dude, if Amar was that bad on a factory ride in Supercross, what do you think is going to happen on that Suzuki turn? Yeah. Like, bro, he might be struggling to get top tens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and uh, AP just... <laughs> Just made it look stupid. Yep. Coming down that hill, dude, was so, just a thing of... How about Fortner, though, on that pass on Jordan Smith where he started off in the outside and it literally like he was going to fade wide and he just squared off on him and took yeah, the line away good. from him. That was pretty good. But, dude, like... Are, are we AP just, just bombed that hill. Well, yeah, that leg strength, bro. Just leg strength. Um, and I would say he was probably the second fastest through the rollers next to Eli of anybody else. So, AP's going 450 next year? Uh, I've heard that he wants to defend that Supercross title and then go to 450s outdoors. Well, that means he'll ride 250 all year. I really hope that he doesn't do what, and this is not an indictment on Zacho, but I hope that, because we know why Zacho will stand on the 250, because they threw a bunch of money at him. Mm-hmm. I hope that AP, I wanted to see him defend the Supercross I title. Don't, I don't know that you'll have that issue, though, because Yamaha's got enough dudes that are good. Well, yeah, to now, get them results where, where you know that, um, what's it called? Husky threw money at him because they didn't have those dudes. Yeah, because you had Mitchell as a two-year guy, and then Mitchell Harrison, Jordan Bailey, and and Moseman. Yeah, yeah no, uh, no offense, but none of them are. No, they're not going to win. T- no, no nobody even close to a title. So. No, nobody knew they weren't going to win titles and stuff. But uh, yeah, I think that's what I've heard. The AP is going to go Supercross, finish, uh, defend his title, and then go to 450s outdoors. Which, yeah, you know, you know, I'm on the AP train. But, dude, if he keeps continuing to do this and if he, you know, continues to win out the rest of the season. Oh, he's been the title. That fourth. Oh, we know he's going to win the title. He's 50 points up, dude. Like, yeah. there's no way he loses this title with the inconsistencies of everybody else in the class. But I'm saying for next year, 450 class, make things pretty interesting. Because we know he's going to be good on that 450. There's going to be a lot of interesting things next year. 
Well, yeah. We'll get into when we start talking silly season here. But, but uh, yeah, uh, a little disappointed, like we talked about with Frenchie. I don't know what the hell is going on with him. I wouldn't surprise me if we find out this week that he was dealing with a sickness or an injury, whatever. Yeah, maybe. Fortner, to me, was going to get second place that second moto. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Jordan Smith rode good. That was, that was his best motos, I think, since Thunder Valley. And the last thing, where are we at on Sexton right now? Because we've asked this question about three different times this year, and I'm sorry, man, my stock and chase is going way down. It is. It I'm is. a little bummed out. Maybe he's a better Supercross dude, which is weird. Because, I mean, But I don't know. Dude, because outdoors, he has been shit all year. Mikel Rath and, and RJ and all those guys are making him kind of look stupid. Yeah. It's yeah, not a good thing. Are. And that's not a good thing. Like, Shane, okay, fine. But that's not a good thing when RJ RJ is making you look dumb. No. No. And, uh, yeah, I, dude, I... I don't know, man. I'm very confused with the situation because I thought as good as Supercross went, we were going to be way better outdoors. And we're not way better outdoors. We're way worse outdoors. Yeah, he hasn't gotten a podium yet, so, you know. No. Which really is surprising. We've barely been sniffing fives. Yeah, man. I don't, uh, I still think Chase can have a great career in the long run, but if he doesn't pull this shit together, I think I'm going to have to... Yeah, put some distance. You have to, you know, pull, the, I mean, we, pull the bets back a little bit. We, uh, we pegged him for a few moto wins this year. We did. And he hasn't even been close. Yeah, haven't been anywhere near the front like that. And are we in agreement that Cooper, Justin Cooper, is now finally... He rode great yesterday, 3-4. So let's not... I got that thumb injury. Yeah, so, so let's not... Act, but are we kind of in agreement now that he's realizing what it takes? Like, this is, like, this is hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think he realized that weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And, then that, and like I said, I want to give, you know give benefit of the doubt, the thumb injury and stuff, but we haven't seen the burst since Southwick, and the thumb injury is part of it, but we kind of know that, hey, man, like, he's realizing that this is tough. Three-fourths are way better than... It is. Three-four is great. Three-four is great, and that's why I'm saying I'm not taking anything away from Cooper, but I think we're now realizing that I think that the... I don't know what you want to call it. The legend that was Justin Cooper for those first few rounds is kind of coming back to earth a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Well, everybody else getting their setup dialed in yes. finally and everything, so he's struggling a little Who bit. Who knows? But... Maybe it downpours at Unadilla again like it did last year, and he goes 1-1. That would be awesome. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, there wasn't really any other surprises. Enzo Lopes came back. He was really good the first moto. Yep. Don't know what happened in the second moto. Nope. Um, Jimmy Dakotas continues to flounder his career. Yep. And, um... Say he had food poisoning all week. Really? Yeah, he said he was throwing up and shitting his brains out all week. You know what that means? He drank too much this week. Then he got to that... Then he got to the track, and, like, the first moto was okay, but the second moto, he said he was lightheaded the whole time and stuff, and dizzy, and... I don't know. I don't know. Jordan Bailey and Moseman continue to get a little bit better, but, uh, yeah, I mean, is that part of the season? Well, Jordan Bailey is inching there. Moseman is just super up and down. One moto, he could be top ten, the next moto, he's, like, 30th. Well, yeah. Um... Yeah, we're just at that point of the season. Four rounds to go. Four rounds to go, man. Jesus. Thank God, man. You know what I decided? I'm real good from January through Redbud. Once we hit Redbud, I don't care. I think part of it is the problem, <laughs> other than the 450 class, I think the problem is, is that now, like, the 250 class, the title's over with. Yeah. Like, no disrespect, unless AP hurts himself, knock on wood, hopefully he doesn't, or bite grenades, you know, the 250 class is over with. Like, it's, it's, it's exciting for, like, the first 15 minutes. But I think the problem is, is that the last couple of years we haven't really had battles for outdoor titles. Because think about it: sixteen, Kenny and Coop, Kenny yeah. and Coop dominated last year. Zacho and Eli, I mean, even Eli, almost throwing the championship away. Still, we yeah. knew he was going to win it. And then this year, yeah, it's closer in the four fifty class. But Eli did what he did yesterday. AP's fifty points up. I mean, dude, we haven't really had a real battle since fifteen when it came down to Marvin Martin at Ironman. Yep. So I think that's part of it. 
then Supercross, we didn't even have a battle in the 450 class since the second round. So it's like, what? I don't know. I don't know. I think we get this idea in our head that these are going to be really crazy battles all the way to the end. But then I think that we forget like how gnarly this shit is mm-hmm. to do this for an entire year. So, like I said, I check out after Red Bud. Yeah, doesn't um, matter. I, to me, I, you know, obviously, I still love it. But yeah, back at Red Bud for designations, everybody. It's it's hard. It's hard when there's no points on the line. Yeah, it, it really is. So, uh, yeah, going to Los Ugo this week. You know, or this weekend, we know what it's going to be. It looks like it's going to be hot, like 100 degrees. Yeah. Um, concrete, no traction. I'll send you to watch you roll. I'll stay home and watch it on TV. Yeah, and it's a late one, too. I always forget about yeah, that. Yeah, so you go. I'm going to stay here. So, uh, Sunday. I think I can already imagine who you think is going to win. Am I going to go AP and Tomac? Yes. 1-1 one, one for both of them? Yep. I'll go AP 1-1. One, one. I think Tomac gets the overall. But I don't know, man. I th- it's a safe bet to say Tomac's going to go 1-1. One, one. But I was looking on this yesterday. Eli's only won one moto ever on a 450 at Washougal. Millville, he had, he's already won an o- I don't know, man. Because who, what happens if Washougal ends up being like high point and we get a race again? I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's a safe bet to say, I'll say Eli wins it because I think he's going to. But like I said, Kenny's really good there. Barsha's had good success there. But it's not like the old days with Dungey and Villapoto and other guys where guys had a track record of winning there. Because I looked at it, Kenny's actually never won at Washougal. Barsha and Baggett have only won there on 250s, and Eli won there on a 250, and we know in 16, Kenny gave that moto win away. So it's like, okay, Marv went 1-1 there last year, but a lot of people would argue that Eli let him win, so it's like, who knows? Maybe Eli goes out and wins by 20 seconds, or maybe fucking Kenny goes, I don't know, dude. I'll just say Eli wins. I'll say Eli and AP both win it, but I'm probably going to sleep through it anyway, so. Better tell me that if, if you sleep through it, because I'm not I'm not gonna come do this show with you if you, if you have you watch the races. Well, like I said, I plan on watching the second. Take the beanbag out of the room. I plan on watching the second 450 moto right before you got here, but then the MXGP race was on, so I had to watch Hurlings dominate on that because I wanted to see if he was doing that little scrub thing off the berm again. By and, any, any, by the way, anybody I think that was on MX Vice on their right. Instagram page or whatever. Oh yeah. Go watch Hurlings do that shit. He literally turned a berm into a vert pipe. It was awesome. So. Yeah, this, are we, do we want to see Hurlings, because we know Hurlings is going to keep dominating. Do we, we want to watch any of the races between now and No, do we want to really. no. we'll see, all do we wanna see Hurlings? Is it going to make it better for October if Hurlings and Tomac keep dominating? Because yeah. it'll just keep building up the luster that yep. is this race? Yep, because otherwise it's going to be boring, because it's going to be like, well, Hurlings keeps winning, and he's going to dominate, but... Because I, I won't even go to destinations, I'll just say I'm asleep. Dude, you are not a diehard man. This is really, really, really starting to question your, your question. What the race was boring. Yesterday. I don't care. It's still okay. moto. I stayed awake for three out of the four, which it's is good because I usually sleep three out of the four. It's still moto, dude. Dude, I, dude, this is why. What else? We ever get to the point where we can go to the races? What else you got? So you can go in the summer, and I'll go to all the supercrosses. Why? What because else? Because I like the supercrosses, and you like the outdoors. What do you got going on, man? You what got, do I got going on? Yeah, what else you got that's more important than moto? I only own a business. Oh, my God. i buying another one. So what? I've got this and the rest of the YouTube shit to do. Yeah, so what? The whole it's business. Nice outside. This is based on... Did you ride today? Or did you ride yesterday? Did you do anything yesterday other than... I watched the race. What'd you do after that? I went over to Luke's house, hung out for a little bit. There's my point, man. You know what? If you're going to be dedicated to this, you got to be in it. 
This whole show is about Moto. I watched three out of four. No, it's not good enough. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna call. Up, my pit board. I'm gonna call up Steve Mathis and tell him to tell you what the fuck is up. Cause you're a disgrace right now. This is bullshit. I'm tired. Show's over. You're off the show. Matt's coming. To, Matt's coming to do the Thanks. show. We'll see y'all next week.